0: Hello and welcome to the oh it's such a special podcast for me it is the last podcast of the year it is the 200th episode of the Lift Your Life podcast and it is going to be my end of year reflections podcast that is gonna become a tradition for myself that I want to do every single year it's something that I like to do on my own but I also like to share it with with you guys and let you in the insight of year because a lot of you have been a part of the journey and if not you can just have a bit of a bit of a nosy into what my life's been like but 200 episodes blows my mind that this started as literally just honestly something to do in lockdown number one and here we are still doing the podcast and so many of you listen to it and love it and I guess I just want to say a huge thank you to you guys first and foremost that do listen to it and share it and you know spread the word because it allows me to help more people with my content so thank you and long may the podcast continue so how i decided to structure the end of year review was i was just going to go through every single month and talk about some of the big things that happened and then i want to talk about my big highs for the year and then i also want to go through the lows because when when we see these um you know end of year reflections and and stuff on instagram Everyone just talks about the good stuff and, you know, it's, again, Instagram and social media, very much a snapshot of the world that we live in and reality and I, I actually want to share that even though my year's been great, there's been some not so great things and that the same will be for everyone else. So if you're, you know, sitting there thinking, well, my year hasn't been great, people will be having the same. They just, they don't want to share it. And then I want to share in some of my goals as well for next year. Like, what are my personal, um, professional goals that I have? So, Let's go through the year. So starting on January, why I went American then, God knows. Um, so January for me, quite a few pretty big things happened for me in January. And to be fair, most months I actually went through and there was quite significant stuff in most months. I think there's only, I think there's literally like two months where like not a right lot happened. So January, the big things for me was London. So when I went to London for the business event, I did my first, one of my first big public speaking events and it was such a, a confidence boost for me, which was absolutely amazing. And it was actually on that trip as well when I got the phone call to know that I had managed to get the house. And don't get me wrong, it's still renting. So for any of you thinking I'm really, you know, cool and I'm a homeowner, I'm really not. Um, Still renting. The joys of self-employed life, living on your own. Joys of it. Anyone else who's single and self-employed, I'm sure you can relate. But my old flat, for anyone who didn't know, was just horrendous. Like, it was in a beautiful building. It was in a beautiful complex. It was, it was, you know, it was really nice for a first place. But in winter, it was unbearably cold. Like, it was electric heating that didn't do right a lot. In the main living space, I was that cold that, you know, I'd be in multiple layers. I, it was just horrendous. Like, looking back, I think, how the hell did I even live in that? Like, why did I do that? You know, and I just remember hating being there. Like, and I just loved getting at it. it was just not great it wasn't great and it was it was small which is fine for one person don't get me wrong but when i li- i spend so much time in you know at home because of my job it's i need a bigger space and environment so i've got this beautiful house very close to my parents it's in a lovely village it's in nature it's three beds. so three bed house is on one person get me but no it's it's a wonderful place and i've been so happy since moving here it's been one of the one of my highlights of my year to be fair is I really feel like this is home now and I I just I love it I absolutely love it and obviously don't get me wrong there's some things that aren't great with renting and that I really I don't want to put money into making it completely my own because there's no point um that's something I would absolutely love to do when I eventually get a house is do the whole renovation thing um and make that bit of a project but I'm still you know decorating it the way that I can here and there and it is really good fun so then moving into February. February really was just moving into this place, which was a big job. And it was a really big job because my past flat was part furnished. So a lot of the furniture in the flat belonged to the flat. So when I moved here, not only did I have to put, you know, maybe pay like two months up front or something ridiculous, I had to buy pretty much everything. And when I say everything, we're talking a bed, wardrobes, drawers. Um, we're talking. Shelves for my office. We're talking a washing machine. We're talking a fridge. We're, we're talking a sofa, table chair. You get in the gist. It was not cheap at all. It was really good fun, but RIP savings, but I guess that's what they're for, right? I had to buy these things at some point. So that was the fun of February. Uh, and March, I've written in um, here. I had a look through my Instagram and my phone and I couldn't really find anything significant in March. Like I said, there was things that happened, but yeah, nothing significant. But then we move into April and April was a big month for me, like such a big month. Like I even remember, this is how fast this year has gone, talking to my mum and my parents about how chaotic April was and uh, here we are in December. So the first amazing thing that happened in April was Disneyland Paris. So me and my sister finally got to go after I think about a year and a half of postponing it. And it was incredible to spend time with one of my best friends who's my little sister. um, And you know, she has struggled. That's been something that's been a bit of a negative this year is she's really struggled with her mental health and recovering from an eating disorder. And she has done amazing. And she's in good, such a good place. And I guess that is one of my highlights too of the year is feeling like I've got one of my best friends back. But we had an amazing time in, in April. And it was just so much fun. So much fun. You know me, Disney. I mean, I'm in my element, it was amazing. And then literally when I got back from Disneyland, I think within like, I think I got back on the Sunday and then like the Wednesday or something. I went to Dubai for a business uh, mentorship event, which was incredible. And then I got back from Dubai and like, like, again, like two days later, it was our first client photo shoot of the year, which was incredible. All of the girls who did the shoot were amazing. So beautiful, so confident. I love the shoots. They're again, another highlight of my year because I just get to see my clients sparkling and glowing in confidence and just basically showing something and showing a version of themselves that just didn't see possible and it's honestly it warms my heart every single time we do a shoot day they're just absolutely fabulous so yeah absolutely loads in April and one big thing that happened in April too was Laura came to stay with me when um when we when we were doing the shoot, because she stayed with me for a few days. And I remember sitting at down, we were chatting, because she was starting to feel very burnt out. Because at this point, she'd built her client base up quite well, uh, but she was still juggling a very busy full-time job, and she was just saying to me, like, I can't do both, Lucy. So we had a chat, and we figured out a way that we could make it work, so that she could come on full-time as long as she was hitting a certain client number, which we managed to do in May. Which meant in May, Laura managed to quit her job and come full-time as a coach working with us, and that was just that put that as one of the highlights of my year, because yes, it's a really cool win for me in the respect that I, you know, managed to support someone to come and work for my business full time, which is amazing. But seeing other people succeed is one of the, the things that brings me the most joy, hence why I do this job, because I just love to see people doing well. I just love to see people happy. And knowing that Laura was in a place where she was doing a job that she's really passionate about that brings her happiness and fulfillment and joy every day versus what she was not doing before it's it's just everything to me absolutely everything and another thing that happened in May was quite a a big significant thing for me as I graduated from the TMP program so total mental performance which was something that I started the back end of last year to support my mental well-being because I've had quite a rough year with it, which I will dive into in sort of the negatives and lows when I get into that later on. But I did the podcast there and being able to speak really confidently about what I'd learned about myself and that was really, really powerful for me. So if you want to listen to that, I'll link that in the description if you want to go and listen because it's a really, really powerful podcast if I say so myself. June, a bit of a non-event, I'm not going to lie to you. I I genuinely can't really think of anything that happened in June besides the fact I met McFly, which was pretty cool um, because they are amazing. And then July comes around and July, another amazing month in my world. Of course, it's my birthday month, so it's always going to be a fantastic month. Uh, And this year was really cool because my family planned a surprise for me and I had no idea what it was. uh, And they booked for me to go to the theatre, which was just incredible. So I had a really nice birthday. And then we had Client Shoot 2.0 of the year, which was amazing, absolutely fantastic. Uh, Again, girls looked fantastic. It was Laura's first Client Shoot, which was really special for her. It was just a really beautiful day. And that was when, in that month as well, that I decided that I wanted to bring a third coach on, now that Laura had come full-time. Me being the person that I am, I'm, I'm... It's kind of a negative, but also a positive is that when I take something off, I want, I create something else. So like once the project's done, I'm creating another one. So not that Laura's a project, (laughs) but when I'd got her full time, I was like, right, what's next? And I was really thinking about it because at one point um, earlier this year, you know, client numbers started to get quite high. And we were both like, right, you know, if if this continues to grow for for whatever reason at the rate that it is, we're both we're not gonna we're both gonna be full at some point, and we need we need a plan for for when that happens because w- we refuse to take on more people than we can manage, and I say that like refuse like I will not go above my client threshold for money because I'm not gonna give the person the service that they deserve from me, the time, the effort, the energy that they they deserve quite frankly from me, and I was like, well, what happens when we get there? So. It actually happened by chance because it was something that I was thinking and maybe discussing later in the year. But Leanne was on my radar because she's one of my clients. She's got a really good attitude. She's got a lot of knowledge. She shares a lot of the same values. She's a very hard worker, both in the gym and in her personal life. And she just texted me one day basically saying that, she'd been offered an opportunity to work with another coach and that she hoped there was no conflict of interest, that, you know, she'd still be my client and I hoped, you know, I was okay with it. So I texted back initially and went, oh my God, yes, of course I'm okay with it because how exciting for you that you're getting an opportunity to, you know, level up your skill set beyond just being in the gym, teaching classes and stuff, like how great for you is this? And then I paused for a second and was like, nah, actually as happy as I am, like I said, I love people succeeding. I want or on my team. So I was actually with my dad at this point and he was putting up my big obnoxious um, sign. (laughs) Was it then? Oh, I don't know. But anyway, my dad was doing something for me. He was doing some sort of DIY work. And I remember just telling him, I was like, dad, this has happened. What do I do? And he goes, just be honest with her. So I was like, okay, I'll be honest with you. So I was honest with her and said, look, right, I can't do it right now. But at some point I'd absolutely love to bring on a, another coach uh, and you were, being completely honest on my radar. And, um, you know, I shared what, you know, would be involved. And she was just like, yeah, I can hang fire. I'd rather work with you guys, which was amazing. And in the July shoot, we'd got some group photos together because she actually did the shoot as a client. So we had to kind of somewhat announce it-ish because I wanted to get some photos of all three of us. And we announced it to our clients, but we were like, keep it on the download, guys, because we're not announcing it until August uh, officially, which is what we did. So in August, we announced that Leanne... Had come on board as coach number three, and it was really cool that we literally did it a year from the date that we announced that Laura was coach number two, which meant quite a lot to me. So maybe August, twenty twenty four, then maybe coach four. Who knows? Who knows? But that was really special for me because it's just you know when I I was gone from you know one to two, that's like okay we're growing, but two to three is like right this is. This is something, you know, this isn't just, you know, Lucy sat in a bedroom doing a bit of online coaching anymore. And It's those moments that really kind of smack me in the face and ground me that make me go, actually, do you know what? You're doing all right. <laughs> you're not doing shit, Lucy. You're not, you know, terrible. If, if you, This is what you're managing to achieve. It was really special. And, you know, she's done amazing since coming on and just watching her flourish as a coach is just, it's just beautiful, absolutely beautiful. I've, I've loved every single second of, you know, working with her. And that's how I always like to look at my, my coaches. It's not... I'm the manager, I'm the boss, and they're under me. It's we're a team, we're a collective, it's my business, it's you know, I'm the forefront of it, and I'm giving them the ideas and the direction, but we work together, and that's something I'm really passionate about. I also got my flower tattoo in August, which is symbolic, of course, of Lift Your Life and what it has brought me, what this whole journey of fitness has has brought me, and it it has brought me growth and it, it ultimately has lifted my life, and I absolutely love it. And August was quite a big one for me as well, because we went on a family holiday. We went to Spain again, which was amazing. And it was on that holiday that I just realized how much I really wasn't taking enough time for myself. I thought, oh, I'm taking a day off because that was one thing that Dan earlier in the year had forced me to, well, not forced me, but really suggested I do for me. And I was like, I'm taking a full day off now. What's what's the problem? But I genuinely, earlier this year, reached burnout more times than I can even tell you. You know, I was literally working some days from like half past five in the morning till about seven o'clock at night with very little breaks. And I mean, literally just go, 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 go. And it was just intense. And being on that holiday, I really stripped things back. And I was like, this is nice because there's more to me than working, Lucy. There's... Lucy who likes to relax and Lucy who likes to socialize and it was in that moment that I thought I'm doing too much and at that point as well um, I was also doing a role which I started last November uh, as a part of the business mentorship I was in and the role was basically supporting students who were kickstarting their business to give them you know support um, but I had quite a lot of students assigned to me and just the two jobs it was just unbearable and I just thought you know what as great as the money is this is bringing me and as much security this brings me and comfort. I have never, ever, ever done this for money and I will never, ever, ever do this for money. I mean, yes, money is, we need money to pay our bills and what have you, but this is all about passion. So I just went, I'm letting it go. Um, I'm cutting ties. So I was, I was at a place where I was kind of done with that mentorship anyway, for a few reasons. That I don't really want to get into and cause drama on the podcast. Um, But I was just done. So I handed my notice in and the the, the weight that lifted off my shoulder was just incredible. Like I actually just felt, calm and that I had time so that was a really big thing for me and then moving into September a lot happened in September I got my youth car i got the mercedes in september which was very nice that all came about from the family holiday because my dad was convincing me that i shouldn't have a car out of warranty so he only has to say that once for lucy's impulsive brain to kick in and go yeah i need a new car so we got the mercedes and to be fair it is stunning it is a lovely car i'm not a snob but i do like my cars Uh, and i just love the fact it's yellow and the neon lights to be honest with you like if it was yellow with neon lights and it wasn't mercedes i'd probably still love it (laughs) You know, if it was, a, I don't want to say a car and offend someone on listening to this, but, you know, a not so, a not snow snazzy car. Um, and then also in September as well, that was when I got the approval from my landlord that I could have a pet and Jazzy, um, Jazzy was chosen. And I met her for the first time and fell in love. She was just so damn cute when I met her. She was like a little blob. <laughs> And it was just incredible. And obviously in October, I got to bring her home, which was one of the most special, incredible days ever. Like, I can't imagine life without Jazzy. Like, she's a pain, but she brings me so much happiness and joy every single day that she's really made my my life a lot better. October as well, I did go to Dubai again. Uh, this time, it wasn't for a mentorship course. I had, a, I had booked it with the intention of going to... The mentorship event but because I'd left obviously I wasn't invited but I was already booked it so I was like well I'll just have a break you know in the sunlight <laughs> Um it wasn't the break I'd planned it to be you know if, if you listen to the podcast and saw so my social media really in the year I had to pull it back by a few days because I ended up having a wisdom tooth growing into the side of my head like the day before I was meant to fly which wasn't fun um at all but um hey ho we made the best of it and we did actually get that which was amazing and then in November, um, it's also my first month having Jazzy, so first month being a solo dog mum, which has been a challenge. No one talks about being a single dog mum with a puppy. Like It's really hard at times, and it's just little things that I haven't considered and didn't consider that have proven tough, but we got through it. And like I said, I couldn't imagine life without her. November was also amazing from a business perspective in that we had our first client retreat event, which was incredible. Absolutely one of the most beautiful weekends I've ever had. And I'll be completely, completely transparent and honest when I'd but the week leading up to that event i was like i don't want to go i cannot be bothered not that i can't be bothered that's the wrong word but i was just i'm very much a natural introvert kind of person whenever i go to these events i like the fact that i can kind of like socialize everyone in the day and then hibernate at night that's kind of the vibe i like but i was like fuck i'm gonna to have to literally like be on my a game for like two and a half days because it's my event and these are my clients oh i was honestly feeling really anxious about it because you don't get the vibe from social media from me because I'm quite out, outgoing and outspoken, but I, I I need like socialization in small doses. If I have too much of it, I, it really like drains me. I don't feel good. Like I love it in small doses. Like I love it and thrive. But when I just get to that tipping point, I'm like, mm, no, not for me. But the whole weekend, I didn't get any of that. I just had fun the entire time. We had another photo shoot where my clients looked stunning again. And it was just, it was just amazing. Absolutely amazing. And then of course in November as well, That's when we had a new business project launch, which was Elevate, which is going to be our group coaching um, program that we are starting in January, which I'm so excited for because I love the one-to-one coaching and I always will. It is a passion being able to work so close with such amazing people, but the group side of it is something that I've always been quite interested in because I want to always be able to support more people and that that is my mission is I want to help as many people as I possibly can and in a one-to-one realm I can't go beyond my numbers obviously then Laura can help and Leanne can help but there's only so many of us and then as well you know we understand that not everyone can afford one-to-one coaching not everyone's sure that one-to-one coaching is for them so that's why we created it, it brought me back to my values of being able to actually do what I set out to do, which is support as many people as I can, which is going to be amazing, absolutely amazing. So I've had so much fun doing all the behind the scenes work, like pretty much everything's ready to go. Um, When you listen to this podcast, there will still be spaces available. So as long as you listen to this before the 8th of January, <laughs> if not, make sure you're on the priority list for our next round. So if you know you have listened to what we do and you think it's something that could help, you're not sure about one-to-one, get yourself signed up because it is going to be, and I do mean it, I have put so much effort and time to make this the best possible kickstart you could have for long-standing fat loss because it ain't just about calories and exercise, it's about mindset, it's about knowledge, it's about reframing, everything you've ever thought you knew about fat loss and actually delving into some of the behaviors and attitudes and beliefs and cognitive biases that actually hold you back from it rather than just going eat less and move more you know it's gonna be amazing absolutely amazing it's all the stuff that i bring into my one-to-one that is getting people the life-changing results that i'm getting them and then december here we are and December is just for me, it's, you know, there's nothing like that stands out. It's been a very reflective month. Um, but I'd say November, December have been really impactful months for me because I don't know what's changed. Well, actually, I brushed over something quite big that in October, I made the commitment and decision that I wanted to step away from my, my last coach for, for a few reasons. And I don't want anyone to, to listen to this and think there was some big drama or whatever, because there wasn't. She, that woman really helped me out over you know, the years that I worked with her. Um, But the whole being in the bodybuilding environment was just very toxic for me. And I realized that, that if I wanted to regain my health, I needed to step away from that. And when I did actually step away from it, I just had this massive light bulb moment. It was almost like, the only way I can describe it is that I'd had like goggles, almost like, you know, beer goggles, that sort of, it's not like, what's they call them? Like love goggles. I don't know. You know, it's like, I see the world in a different way. And I can now almost look at everything objectively and logically and go, that was not good for me. And I'm not going to say that I regret the years of my life because I feel like I've learned so much from it. And it's allowed me to meet some amazing people and do amazing things. And, you know, I've pushed myself and shown myself what I'm capable of. But it was never for a right reason. And I can delve into this in the, probably, and probably I will delve into it in a more in a deeper podcast at some point later on. But the bodybuilding space just isn't for me because I've now got to a place where I just love and respect my body so much that I don't want to hurt it anymore. I don't want to put it through shit just to look a certain way. I don't want to be living my life counting macros. I don't want to be living my life restricted to certain foods. I don't want to be living my life getting stressed if I can't do a training session. You know, I don't want to live my life not being able to do certain forms of exercise because I have to do resistance training. I don't want to be checking my body every five minutes to see am I lean yet, where i I building muscle? You know, I, I don't want that life. I really don't. And I'm not going to tell people who are interested in it that you shouldn't do it. But I've learned a lot from, you know, actually living life a bit more and moving away from it. And it's been so far such an amazing experience for me. And I just know that my life is going to just Improve in so many ways next year when again I continue to move away from it and of, of course regain hormonal health, which is one of my main goals for 2024. And I'm really confident now. And I might have said this before in previous episodes and on social media, but honestly, I am so confident that it's going to happen because I'm not half in it anymore. I'm not wanting the result, but not willing to do the work. I'm doing the work. I'm willing to do the work. I want to change. I want to get better. I want to do what I need to do to, to be the happiest, healthiest version of me. I've got the most incredible support network around me. I've got an amazing new coach. She's wonderful. I probably will get her on podcast at some point. I've got beautiful you know, support networks of people around me who are just so supportive. It's just going to happen. And I'm just so excited for the person I'm going to become as a result of all these changes, because I know I'm going to be happier. I know I'm going to be more energised. I know I'm going to feel more free. And it's just going to be one of the best things that's happened. And I, I can't wait for it. I really can't wait. And that's my personal goals really for 2024 is I want to be happier. I want to experience life more. And I think that's the best way to describe it is that I feel like I've not really experienced life and Being the true version of me because of being so attached to bodybuilding and deprived of hormones that do, you know, make you see the world and live your life in a different way. And I just, it'll be really fascinating to feel how how I'm meant to feel when I actually have a normal functioning body. So I'm really excited. It's just for little things next year. I'm just really excited to actually experience them properly. And from a business perspective, I'm not driven by numbers. I don't, quite frankly, don't give a shit. What my bank balance, as long as it's not zero, says this time next year. But what I want to be able to sit down this time next year and say is I helped more people. I made a difference. And more people looks like, you know, successful group co- coaching launches. because We'll do multiple next year. Helping multiple people looks like getting my coaches, more clients that they can support and change their lives. And who knows, maybe bringing someone else on the team. I don't know. But I just know it's impact, 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 impact is the name of the game. And I just want to find ways and means to continue to better what I do. From a service perspective, I want to continue better my knowledge because that is something towards the back end of the year that I've really invested more into. I've done free courses and they have been so good because I just love to learn, bit of a geek. And that's what I want for myself in 2024 and nothing else. Like, I don't really have any big aspirations of things that I want or massive goals to tick off. It's just to continue what I'm doing right now, but better. And that's it. And in terms of reflecting on the highs and the lows, I've touched on quite a lot of the highs already, Um, just going through the yearly reflection. But I'd say, ultimately, the biggest... Um, The biggest highs for me is just continuing to grow and expand my business. You know, my social media has grown quite a bit. Being able to help more people that have joined my world. We've just built such a rock solid community of just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant humans. And I'm just so grateful for every single person that has put their faith and trust in me to to help them out. And that I have been able to help and create the impact that I have to their life. It's honestly such a joy and pleasure obviously the Laura and Leanne scenarios of having Leanne join the team and having Laura go full time, very special for me. Just overall, the impact I've created for the clients. And I guess for me personally, my highlights, obviously the holidays have been great, but I've just realized and learned so much about myself that has been really hard to get to. Like the therapy work was ridiculously intense at the start of this year. You know, I've had to go through a lot of struggling, a lot of battling in my head you know some really dark days but it's all allowed me to I feel like I can just see my life so much clearer like I understand myself in a way that I've never truly understood myself and as horrible and as dark and as hard as that has been to do that work it's one of the best things I could have ever done for me because I now get myself. I don't think I'm weird. I don't feel well, I'm weird, but I don't feel like I'm broken. I don't feel like there's something just inherently wrong with me. I understand that our past is so powerful and what's happened to me has shaped me to be the person that I am today. And it explains so much. I'm not a failure. I'm not useless. I'm not a bad person. I'm not... A control everything just makes sense. It just it was just so powerful, and now I feel able to move on from it. And I actually feel very excited and positive about the person that I can become and will become over this year. Because I have experienced, you know, some some downtime, some downs this year. You know, I have had had a lot of burnout because I've been so driven to just constantly be better, be better, be better, do more, and that was internal because it felt external. It felt like I was always having to show up for someone better, for other people. So nothing has ever been, like I was saying, you know, when a project stops, another one starts. And I, I do genuinely just like having stuff to do. But, you know, at one point, it was at a point where I just could not, not be busy. I could not not have something to do. I couldn't have, not be progressing. Otherwise, I just felt like I oh, was fail, you know. It was just, it was just a really intense, horrible headspace to be in. You know, I'd be finishing working days, just knowing that my to-do list was still big and I just felt so overwhelmed and just cried. It was just horrendous, absolutely horrendous. You know, the, the emotions that came with that. People don't talk about these kind of things, but it, it was intense. I had a lot of emotional family things, like with my sister, you know, it was, that was quite a dark time for me. Um, Running a business in cost of living crisis, fucking hard. Because ultimately, coaching is such an impactful thing, but it is disposable income for people. And, you know, I've had you know, months where I've just been like, wow, am I going to have a business left? You know, and I know that's a bit dramatic thinking, but it goes through your head when, you know, you're just having people leave because of the, the cost. And it was just, it's just been intense. Like, but, you know, I've come out of it and, you know, we're still growing and still expanding, which is just amazing. But that's, it's been really stressful at times, like really stressful. I'm not going to... I'm not gonna lie, especially when you know other people's income now relies on you too, it really does, you know, get to me, and it is, that, that will always get to me, but during some of those months where it was really intense, it's, it's been really hard, and I guess that's pretty much it, really, like, all in all, 2023 has been another incredible year for me, so much has happened, so much has changed, and I'm honestly so excited for 2024, I just know it's gonna be such a special year for me in terms of personal growth. Like I said, I don't really have any big goals in terms of, I want this car, I want this house, I want this revenue. I don't have any of that. I just have this vision that by this time next year, I'm sat here, because I probably won't be able to have bought a house by then because it's self-employed life. But I'm sat here with Jazzy. I've had another amazing Christmas. I've been able to support more people, change their lives. Both in the one to one and group coaching space capacity. I've managed to support Laura and Leanne to live, you know, have a good, have a good income, loving a job that they love. I've got a healthy, regular menstrual cycle. And as a result, I'm more social, I'm more energized, I'm more active. I'm feeling strong, I'm feeling energized, I'm feeling in a really good space with food, a really good space with exercise. Who knows what I'm doing with both? You know, who knows what my goals will be at that point? And maybe, who knows, when I actually have hormones, I'm going to be on the dating scene. Who knows? But I just know it's going to be great. And I cannot wait. So whatever personal goals you have for yourself for 2024, I hope you're excited for them. And if you haven't taken the time and space to do a little bit of a reflection of what you've achieved, what you've overcome throughout this year, give yourself time to do that at some point. It can be in 20 minutes. It can be five. Because every single person listening to this podcast, I guarantee it, you've achieved some mega shit this year. Whether that's in your fitness goals, business goals, personally, they will have been some horrible shit, but you got through it, which is amazing. And we don't ever give our time, the the space to reflect. And I want every single person to do it before the year ends. But over and out, and thank you once again for listening to the podcast. And I cannot wait to bring you more episodes in 2023.